Hey everybody, just before we begin this week's episode, James and I have some exciting news. This Wednesday, August 1st, at the Monarch Tavern in Toronto, we are participating in the Toronto Podcast Meet and Greet. That's right, it'll be put on by the people who make the Minds of Madness podcast and feature people behind other podcasts like Generation Y, The Peripheral, The Secret Life of Weddings, Creative Control, which is hosted by former guest of ours, Vish Khanna. Yeah. Uh, the Marble Garden and Stat. So that's the Toronto Podcast Meet and Greet this Wednesday, August 1st from 6 to 9 at the Monarch Tavern. Come by, have a beer, and meet your heroes, Michael and James. Welcome to the Landlord and Tenant Podmas, the only show that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? I am one of your hosts. My name is Landlord James. And I am the other co-host. I'm Tenant Michael. How, how are you doing, James? I'm pretty good. Thanks, Mike. It was a wild week last week. Holy smokes. Live on location. I'm still buzzing. There's nothing uh, quite like recording a podcast in North York, and um, I, I truly hope that everyone listening gets to experience that thrill someday. Oh, me too. Me too. Um, but yeah, I'm doing quite well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing better. I'm doing better. I had uh, kind of a tough time after last week's episode. Um, because there's a funeral? Mostly because of the funeral okay. of my recent ex-girlfriend. And, uh, you know, I was feeling kind of down in the dumps, I have to admit. Um I get like that after funerals, and uh, I uh, kind of went and went a little hardcore after that. I was kind of out of my head with grief. Uh, you know what? I can't. I, I can't it. blame you. I can't yeah. blame you. So what? What did you do? Get get really drunk? That kind of thing? No, I didn't. But what I did do is I checked into a uh, karaoke um, booth from nine p.m. until three thirty a.m. when they shut it down. And I had a bunch of snacks, and I had all sorts of uh, sweet drinks and, and stuff like that. And I was singing until I was hoarse. Boom. By the time I left, I, I had no voice left. Oh, boy. Uh, like, who did you do this with? Pardon me? Who did you do this with? Oh, uh, just just me. Yeah, you can. Uh, you don't need... Common misconception. Uh, you don't need a group to book a, uh, a karaoke room. You can do it as long as you have a credit card and, uh, you know... So I was there just by myself singing and dancing and Mike, you're the only crying. person who can make me mad at someone for how they grieve. My God, you just sang karaoke by yourself all yes, night? Yes, yes. They had a, uh, strangely, they had most of the Phantom uh, soundtrack on uh, in, in the book. Oh. And so I was singing uh, most of the parts from Phantom. I was singing uh, from the Phantom's POV, uh, Christine, uh, Raul, Masquerade. Okay. Uh, and I had a good time, and I felt a lot better. Well, I'm glad. I, I'm yeah. glad you feel better anyway. Thank and you. And I'm glad that chapter is closed, yes. and uh, Mike's back on the market. Well, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, let's wait until she's she's been in the ground for a bit before I start uh, dating. <laughs> well, all right. How are you, though? Oh, I'm, I'm really good. Um, 
you know, it's been summer, so I'm waking up at 1 p.m. I'm lying around all day, just loving the heat. And actually, I, I made an interesting discovery this week. Oh, and what's that? Well, that you, you know, should wake up a little earlier, <laughs> like the rest of the world does. No, um, I discovered that my love, Nadia, mm-hmm. my my lady, mm-hmm. um, I, I made a discovery about her. And what's this? Uh, is it uh, is it something I should be hearing? Or is it private? Or is it uh... absolutely you should be hearing it? Okay, I found out that Nadia can sing. She oh. is an uh, has an unbelievable voice. I had no idea. That's that's very nice to hear. Oh, I'll have to book a karaoke night for me and Nadia to 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 do some duets. Uh, no, you know, don't. Islands in the Stream, no. uh, all sorts of songs. No, no, music of the night. No, um, no, it's crazy though. And like, so as you guys know, Nadia is um, she was my ex. We have a son together, Pavel, who I still haven't seen in actually a pretty long time. But um, we're back. We're, we're going crazy for each other. And the other day, she comes up to me and uh, she, you know, was like, uh, Jims, do you think I could make it as a singer? You know? Uh-oh. And, yeah. I, and I thought, well, I don't know, honey. I haven't heard your voice. And then she sang a couple of bars. I'm not even going to attempt to try to match it. But it was unbelievable. She really does have a good voice. Really? She's got the look. She's got that, and you know, I just realized, that, you know, some people have it. Nadia has it. Really? So we've been talking about, could I help? Like, could I help start, you know, jumpstart Nadia's career, maybe singing? And how would you do that, though? I mean, you, you don't sing yourself, as far no, as I know. Well, no, I don't, but I do have some Russian contacts, and I've been trying to get in touch with the managers of the band Tattoo. Oh, tattoo you, the uh, the Russian duo from the late nineties or yes, early two thousand. Because that's Nadia's vibe to a T. Right. You guys remember that song? All the things you he said, all the things he said, said, running through my head. head. Yeah, or they're not gonna get us. Yeah, that one too. That's still a banger. Yes, that's they they, they you still hear that on the radio. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm I'm like you know I've got lots of money. I've got cash out the just waiting to be invested in something. Right. I put a lot in Bitcoin. And I'm looking for other investments, and I'm thinking, why would I invest in some dumbass f- money that you can't even see? Right. When I could potentially invest in Nadia's singing career, and like be s- completely set and live a balling lifestyle. Right. You, so anyway, you could be sort of the uh, who was the manager of uh, Clive Davis to her Whitney Houston. Yeah, he, well, he wasn't her manager, but he was the record. Anyway, you'd be the, you'd have that sort of relationship. You'd be uh, richer than than God. Well, that I mean, I already am, but that's the, that's the plan. So right. stay tuned. You guys are going to be hearing a lot more from Nadia, and you you're going to be hearing uh, some pretty cool music uh, because I'm getting into the music biz, baby. Wow, I mm. never thought that we'd be having this discussion. Well, this is very exciting news. And it I, is. I look forward to hearing, uh, what Nadia comes up with. Oh, yeah, me too. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Will, will she sing in English or will she sing in, in, uh, Russian, her native tongue? That's a great question. I, all I know is it's going to be something sexy because, mm. mm-hmm. um, Nadia, you know, she oozes, uh, you know, sex appeal, and she's yeah. Let's just no, say, no comment. Oh, well, what from Let, me? Okay, well, let's just say that Nadia is not exactly going to be going up on up there in a cardigan singing, uh, you know, My Little Pony theme song. Okay, it's going to be sexy. That's all I'm going to say. That would be strange if she did that. I agree. Mm. Yeah, 
Um, very strange. Absolutely. But, uh, anyway, lots of music talk. Uh, yes. This episode so far, uh, listeners are going to think that they're uh, accidentally listening to the Rolling Stone podcast instead of the Landlord and Tenant pod mess. I don't think so. Uh, do not adjust your sets. Yes. Anyway, that was good. Um, we have a very fun segment to do. Oh, yes. This is a great one. Now, um, our show is very popular on the internet. It's popular all around the world. We have so many listeners, and um, every week we get a hell of a ton of emails from listeners asking questions, asking favors. Uh, we get people send us pictures of themselves listening to the show. Um, it's very exciting. And so what we're going to do now is our, our segment called The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess Reads Our Fan Mail Email. That's right. Um... That's right. We're going to respond to some of these letters here. Mike, do you want to do uh, the first one? Yes, I do, James. All right. So this first one comes from Julie in Coburg, a lovely part of the world. Um, Dear Michael and James, love the show. Um, Question for you. Do you guys ever hang out apart from the show? I can't tell if when you uh, say that you never see each other, whether you are joking or not. Um, I think I I can answer this question. Mm -hmm. No. No, we really don't. We're not joking. We really don't spend any time together um, outside of recording this, which is very sad, if you ask me. Is it sad? And uh, what about? I, I've seen. I mean, I've seen you in public. Yes, I saw you. Um, I saw you at Sobeys. Yeah, and I so, waved to you, and you kind of, sort of. I was on a. Uh, yeah, I was on a, in a rush. You winced, and you kind of just crept around the corner, and I, and I think you left your shopping cart. And just sort of left the store. Well, it was they didn't very strange. Ask the details, but they asked, yeah. "Do we see each other outside of the yeah. podcast?" And we have. That's proof. I just wish we got to spend some time together mm. uh, when we're not recording, where we could, you know, like two like two mates going to the the pub and having a glass of wine together or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of like um, does a ferocious Rottweiler hang out with a ferret? No. But they could do a podcast. I suppose. But in yep. their nature as animals, do they mix? I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess I guess you make a good point. Um, all right. Um, let's go to the next fan email we got. And this one is from Vicky uh, with no disclosed location, actually. Oh, very mysterious. Yes. And Vicky writes, hey there, I'm so lonely. I'm so horny. Want you to come see me. Check out my cam vid here and Uh, i'm thinking okay somebody came to the live show and got an eyeful of me and now i just opened a can of worms oh boy mike i'm sorry wow nadia if you're listening i'm sorry too um are you sure it was addressed to you only or Mm, and not me (laughs) something tells me yeah Hmm, that's an interesting email Um, yeah although i think it might be um might be an automated email, James. Automated email? Like a bot. B-O-T. Like ro- a short form oh, of robot? Mm. Sure, sure. A bot. Yeah, data from Star Trek wrote this uh, email I never to mess s- with us. I Give never break, said it was dude. data from Star Trek mm. who wrote that. I think someone's jealous that right. your 70-year-old girlfriend passed away, and I'm getting emails from Vicky. So. Not jealous at all. Don't need that kind of email. Um, let's move right along here. Our next listener email is from Martin in Oshawa, the city that m- motivates Canada. 
Um, this one says, Michael, you threaten to murder James quite a bit on the show. Um, if he were murdered in real life, would you feel sad? Um, yes. Yes, I guess I would. Yes, absolutely I would. And I do regret, James, all those times that I have threatened to murder you or wished for you to, to you know, be murdered. So you would do it and you regret saying it? No, I'm saying that I would feel sad Oh, if you were murdered and I'm sorry for wishing oh, for okay. you murdered. Thank you. I mean, You're, I don't... Why are you complicating it? <laughs> I don't know. I misheard you and yeah. I don't even know why anyone would even think to have to say that. It seems insane that you would even have to defend that right. choice. Next email. Uh, this one comes from... Uh, Roberto in the Philippines. Roberto. I love that name. Yeah. And um, we've, we have talked about how we do get downloads from the Philippines, and we've always wondered who it is. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's this guy. He writes, um, Hi there. I listen from the Philippines. Do you like our president, Rodrigo Duarte, and his party? The D- P- Duterte. Oh, sorry. Rodrigo Duterte and his party, the PDP Laban. Will you go on record and endorse him? Well, I will be honest. I do not know who Rodrigo Duterte is or what the PDP Laban is. But I love that we got listeners in all parts of the world. And if it encourages you to keep tuning in, yes, I support Duterte and I love him and I think he's the best. And long live Duterte, baby. James, do not read the news. You don't listen to the news. You can't endorse Duterte. He's a monster. Oh, he's a monster. His war on drugs please. has killed at least 20,000 people. He recently called God stupid during a, a national address. I like that, actually. He called God stupid, and it's a very Catholic country. And he even called Obama a son of a bitch once. Well, I'm you liking not, him more and more. You do not want to endorse President Duterte or the PDP Laban Party. And I think I'm speaking for both of us when I say this. Nobody knows. Nobody knows who this guy is. I can say anything. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows anything going on in the Philippines. I can well, the say the guy's cool. The Philippines cool. certainly know. Wow. We only got one listener and he loves him. We only have one listener in the Philippines. So I'm with you, buddy. I couldn't disagree more. And our last email here uh, comes from Doug in Etobicoke. Uh, this one is addressed to you, James. Uh, James, will you be doing another season of The Puff, your cigarette-themed podcast? Now, I'm reading that, and I, my, my eyebrows are shooting up because I don't know what this person is talking about. What is the puff? Uh, well, I didn't feel the need to share it with you, but yes, I do have a side podcast project okay. uh, called The Puff, and it is a podcast for cigarette smokers. Um, it's just all about cigarette culture, uh, great places to smoke, what brands you smoke, how you smoke, where you hold it in your fingers, how big a inhalation you take. Um and you, how long have you been doing this? This person asking, will there be another season? How many seasons have you done of The Puff? Oh, uh, we're coming up, coming up on season three. What? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a, a husband who found out his, his wife's been cheating on him. I, as your podcasting partner, I feel like you should have told me you had another podcast. Well, And the I, fact it's a cigarette-themed one makes me sick to my stomach. Well, maybe you shouldn't have assumed that I wasn't poly in this way. What? Because I sure as hell never agreed to only pod with you, nor would I. What kind of depraved people would listen to a cigarette-themed podcast? It's disgusting. How, how much is there to talk about with cigarettes? Uh, endless. Endless. There's endless things to talk about with cigarettes. If you love cigarettes, which I do, 
And they, you know, like a big part of who I am is from my cigarette smoking. Please don't tell me you smoke while you record the pod. Oh, it is like, it, we, we, you know what? It's like hot boxing, but instead of ganja, it's cigarette oh. smoke. And do you have Shh. guests on? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I don't even want to know. Some of Toronto's know. biggest smokers. I don't even want to know who you've had on. The, well, I've had the... Ben Mulroney on. Um... He's a puffer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. <sighs> um... Who else have I had on? Um, you know, former Global News host Kevin Newman. Uh, really, he puffs the, too. The Gambit, yeah. Former City TV news anchor Gord Martineau. We're all cigarette smokers. This is very disappointing, and I, I feel like I'm guilty by association. Hmm. Well, I guess that's sad. That's it for uh, for your emails. Thank you so much for sending them in, everybody. Yeah, thanks everyone for your emails. Very. We appreciate them all. You can always send us a message at ltpodmess at gmail.com. And uh, we do read and respond to everything you send us. I don't, but if you want to, well, I try, feel I try free. To. Yes. Okay, well, um, I think that uh, wraps up our opening here. That was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Um, why don't we take a break and come back with our guest? Sure. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. We have a great guest today. I'm a little bit, uh, I'm already a little bit freaked out about it because uh, we're going to be talking about some creepy, crawly things and, and things that go bump in the night. And so, anyone who uh, has a sort of weak stomach, you might want to tune out now. Uh, if you're brave, keep listening. Uh, here she is. It's our guest this week, James. She bills herself as an exterminatrix. And her name is Heidi Brander. Hello. Hi. Hi Heidi. Welcome to the Hi. show, Heidi. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I have some very bad news for you, unfortunately. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I Actually, I came uh, because I heard a complaint of a raccoon problem. But oh, upon arriving, I've noticed that... Uh, you, this building has the worst case of bed bugs I think I've ever seen in my entire career. Oh, uh, I believe, boy. It, I don't even believe that they are bed bugs. They seem to have evolved into uh, something beyond a bed bug. Huh. It's sort oh. of a uh, bed bug beetle hybrid. I don't even know what you would call it. Well, first of all, may I ask, um, why should I believe you? I, I have a master's degree in uh, exterminology. Oh, oh really? so you're a, you're like a this is your you're a bug exterminator by oh, trade. Absolutely, yeah. Huh. Haven't you seen Heidi's van around town? Exterminatrix, no. it mm. says in big bold letters, and it has that airbrushed painting of her killing a bug. It's very popular. What with uh, you know, like well, people really appreciate having women in male-dominated fields lately. You know so what? I'm getting a lot of work. I, congratulations on on. Uh, you don't see a lot of female exterminators, so it's uh, it's which great. is surprising because it is basically vacuuming, which uh, women are well typically <laughs> new comment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this bed bug situation. As a long-term tenant here in this building, I can say that I. Uh, 
Long ago, learned to just, you know, grin and bear it, and every morning I wake up with, you know, a couple dozen new bites, and I, after a few years of bugging James to get the building fumigated, and after a couple years of him doing nothing, I just, you know, can't be bothered to even you you worry do about have anymore. bites have you noticed any oozing because uh oh, yeah. you should maybe maybe you should get that checked out i mean mm, yeah there's definitely like some sort of bacteria poison thing happening so you might want to go to the hospital all due oh. respect heidi mike's body is a trash can so those <laughs> oh, bite, those might be bites from bed bugs or they could be some damn disease you have your body's you screwed. don't know basically anything about my body or the way my body works i look at it once a week and yeah. it's friggin messed up all right i'm sorry you have to see this. i didn't want to say anything but i did notice that as well so great now it's two against one I feel like I'm being ganged up on here. Well, um, so so Heidi, you said that that so people have hired you to come kill their bed bugs, and you're noticing like there's like a new breed of them. Yeah, it's uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like the we, oh man, it's it's fascinating. They're they're large hmm. and they almost seem like angry and like with a hmm. like bossy and like they have something to say. Oh man, they're they can talk. <laughs> Boy, they, they it sound seems like, like they're communicating with each other in their own language. Oh, God. You could be talking about those left-wingers on Twitter. What? Loud and bossy and uh, <laughs> full of crap. All right. We've already gone down that alley, and we're, we've only been recording with uh, Heidi a few minutes here. Um, you have a master's degree in bugs. Can you tell if if bugs have a sort of political alliance one way or the other? Just... To settle this once and for all. Oh, I mean, uh, there's definitely like a li- more liberal bugs. That would be your ants and your uh, bumblebees. And then uh, there's definitely more right wing bugs, so to speak. Those are your dragonflies and, right. uh, you know, your uh, larger ants. <laughs> larger ants that- are conservative. I always thought so. Right, of course, because they're more powerful. And it makes sense that bees and ants are socialists because they're yeah they live in colonies mm. and serve their dear leader, you know what I mean the queen bee and all that crap. And they have a far and more advanced society no, than, oh, no, uh, they don't. than dragonflies do. Uh, than dragonflies do. I you don't know a damn thing about dragonflies. Dragonflies are you know they're actually getting shit done they're landing on lily pads they're buzzing around all over the place ants live in a drone world where they you know like you know everyone wanna... has a part to play and they all live in harmony oh my god typical hive mind mentality well. <laughs> exactly hmm. well it is interesting that the bed bugs in this building are stronger and meaner because no offense they might be taken after their landlord here um, I work out a lot. I'm a steroid user. I'm a big guy, as you can tell. Well, waist up. Legs are still very skinny. Um, show Heidi, I... take, roll up your pants right. and show Heidi your little skinny legs there, James. Big difference, huh? Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. I'm a sort of a Hulk Hogan on top and uh, Michael Sarah on the bottom, I like to say. Why don't you juice those legs? Why, why ignore them? <sighs> you know what? I guess I should. It's just, it's easier to wear pants. True. You know what I mean? Then put in the effort. You know? How come you don't have any bed bug bites? Oh, I don't live in the building. Oh. I have James a condo. thinks he's too good to live in the building. He lives in Hogs Hollow in a big house that I've only seen pictures of because he never invites me over for supper. Yeah, I wouldn't live here. 
Um, it's a hellhole, mm. and I know that. Um, but I, my my view is, if you're Mike, if you're one of the tenants, you know what you're getting. True. So, you know, if there's bed bugs, well, tough. How do you kill a bed bug? Because I've heard it's very hard to do. I've even tried it myself, obviously. But what's the best way? Do you outsmart well, them, or do you need chemicals and poisons? What you should do is you should uh, take a little bit of wine or beer, put it in a glass, put a little piece of plastic over the glass, uh, poke some holes oh. into the plastic, and then when all of the bed bugs come together and go into the plastic to drink the wine, take a big board, throw it on top of the glass, and then jump on it. Oh, and then wow. they, you kill them all in, in one, in one fell go. swoop. Yep. Wow. So they like their drink. It's science. <laughs> Interesting. You know, back when uh, things were bad with Nadia and I, that was basically the trap I set for her to try to get rid of her. <laughs> what do Leave you a mean? Glass of, well, she loves wine. Ah. Leave a trap with, I mean, I'm joking. I wasn't actually. Oh, but okay. if I was ever to trap Nadia, I'd leave a glass of wine for her to fall into. Uh, of course, I'm kidding, and things are great now. So, um, but that's interesting about the about the so so bed bugs love wine. Uh, they do. I mean, they're they're uh, or, or beer or perhaps uh, an aperol spritz. Ooh, I love aperol mm. spritz. Wow, so they'll drink the, anything basically. Though. Oh yeah, they're booze hounds. Those <laughs> bed bugs, man. Wow. Um, have you guys, uh, I had an Aperol spritz for the first time this summer. Have you ever had one, uh, either of you? Nope. Not me. No. I've not had two already today. No. Yeah. Hey, Wait, you're cool. You're drinking on the job? I as love a, it. As if exterminatrix? I, I, I've had some traumatic experiences with a killing various creepy mm. crawly creatures, so I do it to self-medicate. So you have to be a little bit half in the bag before oh, yeah. you start going on a killing spree. Absolutely. I mean, I do have a natural thirst for blood, but uh, that turned into a thirst for uh, alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I think that sounds very healthy. <laughs> um, I guess I never thought about that when you're an exterminator. You got to deal with the... You know the you know your feelings in the aftermath. It's true. I've killed some pretty cute raccoons. I gotta say, um, really. Um, not to be like freak you out, but imagine Michael's right and heaven is real, and you go up there and you're I like, right. okay, I'm here, and then the Saint Peter is like, <gasps> Heidi Brander. Oh, hmm, bad news. Uh, killing bugs counts the same as killing humans. So oh God, you're basically Stalin. See ya in hell. Oh, no. Have you ever thought that? That's interesting. Have you ever thought that you're basically Stalin? Oh, oh, man. But if like, it's too personal of a question, you don't have to, to answer, of course. That's our policy here on the show. I've often uh, I've d- had nightmares about that, but I don't think I've actually thought that that would... I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just throwing it out there. By the way, who is who is the Stalin? He was the original uh, exterminator. Oh, he wasn't the original one, but he... Uh, you know, he did some stuff back in uh, in Russia in the twenties and thirties, and uh, hmm. yeah. Did he have any any good ideas? He, um, I think he did. I think he uh, maybe uh, he used slave labor to build the, the Moscow subway system, and that's a beautiful subway system. Hmm. So at least he has that one good idea. Oh wow! And these were political prisoners, of course, that he used to build that. Oh man! Oh, so this is not not a good guy going to hell. Oh, I don't. So you don't want to be associated with that no. kind of person. Let's not dwell too should too I qu- long. Should on I quit? 
Oh, man, I'm having an existential crisis. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your business. I just, it just occurred to me. That's all. What would you do if you quit um, being an exterminator? Oh, boy. Uh, I think I would try to go into uh, commercial acting, perhaps. I knew it. I knew it. That seems like a good career. Mm. Yeah. I could see you, you know, in a McDonald's ad. I've been told I have a face for yogurt. So, uh, you know. Wow. Oh, well, Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. um, loves doing yogurt ads. And when I when I see her now, for the life of me, I can't not think of a big cup of creamy yogurt. Do you think that Christopher Guest, her husband, when he looks at his wife all the time, is just like, all he sees is yogurt? They're married? Yes. Didn't know that. Absolutely. Are you sure? Yes. Weird. Hot um, gossip alert. Oh. People uh, are learning a bunch from today's episode so far. They're learning a little bit about uh, the Soviet Union. They're learning about Jamie Lee Curtis and Christopher Guest's marriage. This is exciting. I can't wait to Google this Stalin character as yeah. well as the IMDb's for Jamie Lee Curtis and Christopher Guest. Yeah. What's the biggest past you've ever slaughtered? My ex-husband. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> wait. Oh, yeah. You... Wait. You killed him, or you? I'm. I, he technically had a heart attack. Okay, but, uh, all right. Uh, his you uh, might his family be. jokes that I drove him to the grave. So technically, well, that's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you just pester him for years to the point where he, you know, has a heart attack, that's not that's not killing him. Yeah. Also, uh, I mean, there's some. He sometimes my poison gun would uh, go off inside the house, and uh, so- your poison gun. So you didn't keep it secured, and and you know, so your house was full of poison. Yeah, I mean it seeps. It, it there's some seeping. Yeah. I mean you my can't God. you can't control that. There's no no way. To I guess you can't. That. Yeah, I guess you just reminded me of Elaine from Se- from Seinfeld. There's a bit of seepage, you know, or, or George, maybe, yeah, instead of shrinkage. There was seepage, Jerry, there was seepage. <laughs> do you like, as an exterminator, as Toronto's number one female exterminator, do you like uh, Seinfeld? Oh, uh, I I prefer, I'm more of a friend's gal. Aww. Yeah, mm, that's, a, that's my favorite who, on the must-see TV lineup. Who is your favorite friend? I'm gonna have to go with Monica. I'm I'm such a Monica. I mean, if Monica wasn't a chef, she would obviously be an exterminator. She hates. I guess so. Yeah. She hates dirt and grime and creepy mm. crawly bugs, etc. And I'm gonna have to ask a follow up question: If you could use your poison gun on any one of the friends, which one would it be? I think we all agree on this. One, two, three. Ross. Oh, I was expecting you to say that. People hate Ross, huh? I think he I I People when did. I rewatched it at first I thought Ross is really funny but then I watched one the other day and Ross wanted to get to a big event and he's waiting for everyone to get ready and everyone's taking their time and he's stressed they're going to be late and he was really annoying like you know get your clothes on everybody get your clothes on and then Rachel his girlfriend in this episode was taking forever and oh, no. you know typical Rachel trying to pick an outfit and taking mm-hmm. forever. And then Ross yells at her, get your butt in there and just pick an outfit. And then she got mad at him. But I thought, what a jerk. Get your butt in there? Wow. Imagine your ex, your, your passed away husband had yelled that at you at some point. 
oh my gosh, I, I Ross, how could you? Mm. No wonder she broke up with him. Or And ended up with Joey. That was not good. Oh man. And what a, like Rachel is such a catch. Why would how dare you yell at Rachel or Jennifer yeah, Anderson? You're ever? a loser. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Brad Pitt um, came to the set and even though it was just part of the script for for him to yell at her if he had a few words with him? Oh, maybe. Ooh. It's like, maybe. Don't, don't you ever to yell at my wife again. Is that a good Brad Pitt? <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's don't hear it again. Don't Listen, Ross, don't you ever yell at my wife again. Mm. Yeah, it's not bad. Listeners, if you think that was a good Brad Pitt, please write in. Can you do a Brad Pitt? Um, hmm. Um, oh, man. Um, I'm taking that as a no. First rule of Fight Club is uh, don't even say there's a Fight Club. Don't even say. <gasps> I might have got the word slightly wrong, but that was pretty much it. That was pretty good. Thanks. Who's Brad Pitt? Did you do Pitt? a Brad was... Pitt, Heidi? Uh, uh, From any I'm movie. Friends with George Clooney, and this is We Are in Ocean's Eleven. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Well, the listeners will have to decide who the best Brad Pitt is, oh, I suppose. Oh, my God. But we've gotten a little bit off yeah, track sorry here. if my friend's story was bad. Um, no, it was very good. Uh, it might have been really long. I loved it a lot. Hmm. love cigarettes and cigarette culture? Does the sight of a cigarette make your eyes go wide, your mouth get wet, and your tongue poke out? Are you sick of society making you feel bad because you love smoking so much? Well, have I got a podcast for you. Hi, I'm James Hartnett, and I'm the host of The Puff. The Puff. The Puff is the only podcast made by cigarette smokers for cigarette smokers. And we talk about everything. From most satisfying drags to smoke ring tips to how to keep the smell on your clothes so everyone knows, this guy's a smoker. We also discuss the latest in ashtray design to keep you ahead of the pack. Cigarette pack. So whether you like menthols, filtered, unfiltered, whether you use a lighter or matches, the puff is the podcast for you. Hey, why let the cigar scene have all the glory? The puff. The puff. Smoke them if you got them. Part of the Bum a Smoke Off Your Podcast Network. Can I bum a smoke off you? So we were talking about heaven before, um, which I believe in and James does not believe in. Um, do you believe in heaven? Ooh, I mean, you guys, you guys really ask the tough questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, be- I, I believe in heaven. Well, here's a question for you then. Do you think there are pests and rodents in heaven? And do you think that when you go, if you go, I don't know your personal life, um, do you think that you will have to exterminate, you know, uh, bugs in heaven? Oh, wow. Or rats. I think that there's a separate bug, rodent, rat heaven. And uh, mm. they have their own heavens and hells. And there's a, even like a little, like a little, like rat Satan. Interesting. And like a little rat, rat king. My heart just started pounding as I'm thinking about that because it's so terrifying. Yeah, that's like interesting. A little pitchfork. Because if, oh. if there are ant heaven and hell if sorry if there is ant heaven and hell and rat heaven and hell that means there are ant gods and ant satan and rat god and rat satan right yeah it, i guess it would follow yeah do they still have the little 
horns? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I mean, I'm no expert, but I'd I'd say yes, absolutely. They do. I mean, you're the religious one. You should you should know isn't this in the Bible? Um, I well, in Roman Catholicism, they didn't they they have a lot of uh, ethical questions answered, but they don't really answer the question about bugs and rats in heaven. Oversight. Does that answer they your question? Cover that in in Jeremiah two, uh, no. 2.15? Yeah, they wrote about every other damn thing in the Bible. Oh, stop criticizing that? religion every time I bring it up. I'm not. I'm just saying the Bible f- screwed up. Fine, I'll ask. What's my... your What's your favorite chapter of the Bible, Mike? Me? Uh, Book of Revelations. Hands down. Why? Because it has the, the... It's the most fun <laughs> part. And... Because to me, I look forward to the Judgment Day, so it's fun to read about all the, you know, moon turning to blood and the four horsemen of the apocalypse and all that kind of stuff. Why would you look forward to that? Because then I get to go to heaven forever with my, uh, with my Lord. Well, <laughs> Heidi and I will be here having fun. Yeah, it, w- that would be fun. Like if if the rapture happens and all the nerds get zapped away, that'd be oh. great. Oh my gosh! Oh the the leftovers, but with nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing hearing you guys talk about things you don't understand. I don't think I believe in heaven anymore now that I've talked to you. You've made me less religious, and I thank you for that. <sighs> so many of our guests keep saying that when they come here. Well, I think they see your life, and then they realize there is no God. <sighs> because how could he allow this? Yeah, what's your escape? Because like, your job is must be you know clearly it's difficult you drink to deal with it like mm-hmm. do you have other escapes to just sort of forget about everything oh boy um i, I crochet uh i like getting doing all sorts of needlework i like keeping my fingers busy and right. nubile and that's an escape for you you just like drift off while oh you're... yeah i just uh, drift off and i uh Weave. I like to just to weave. What kind weave of my patterns, worries away? Patterns or images do, do you make when you you do needlework? What kind of stuff? Um, mostly quotes. Uh, quotes mm, from uh, some of my favorite uh, affirmations, if you will. I like to weave affirmations into uh, various canvases. Um, like for instance, you, what, what kind of uh, what are some of the, your favorite quotes you've uh, you've we- webbed? How do you say the past woven. tense? Woven, of course. Yeah. I, more affirmations, not quotes. So it mm-hmm. says uh, they'll say things like "Go, you can do it." So one will just say "Go." Dream. <laughs> go, go. I I have that I like one it. hanging above my bed. Just go. I like that kind of thing. Very mm-hmm. positive. You can do it. You said is another one. You, you can do it. I, right. They're simple affirmations, but they they get me through the day. Wow, that's nice. I, I might want to uh, talk to you about uh, purchasing some of these after we record. They're not for sale. All, oh. right. All right. Well, maybe you could make Mike a custom uh, embroider uh, embroidery or whatever it is. A custom expression, you know? Yeah, I'd love that. What what kind of custom expression would you... I would like one that just says go, also. Okay, my limit is three words. There's only so much room on the canvas. Right, right. No, no, I like brevity, no long-windedness, no. Yeah, Uh, amen, you know, if you want want to read a novel... Amen is a good one. I would love that, too. I'll take one go and one amen. Mm. I noticed um, a few weeks ago... That uh, James, you uh, 
<coughs> I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but the building was fumigated. I think it may have been one of your competitors. Uh, <gasps> sorry to say, <laughs> but uh, usually when a building is fumigated with poisonous chemicals, the tenants are asked to sort of vacate the premises. We were not, at least I didn't get the message, and so I was just basically for a whole week, um, I had poison clouds inside of the apartment, and I don't appreciate what? that. Oh, I pretty feel like I, I left a, I got someone to like, leave a note on everyone's door saying don't come be in the building for these two weeks i don't remember getting that i kind of feel note. like i did that okay i'm well, pretty sure i did that. either way i breathed in poison for a full week and um it is it's not cool it's not cool well i mean ugh, i don't know heidi what do you think like is is that that bad to breathe in the yeah, is is it bad for me to breathe in poison for a week? How are you still alive? That's a very, very, very bad thing. Oh, n- plus all those bites all over your body. I mm. don't know how you're still. You must. There must be some sort of like uh, mental like, defects because of that. I don't. Um, you well, should probably go to a hospital. I don't think I have suffered any mental damage from breathing <laughs> cloud of poison, but um, I will say I do come from very tough stock. Uh, the men in my family have uh, been through it all, and uh, we tend to live to a ripe old age. Uh, so I guess it's it's all in my genes. <laughs> huh. My great grandfather was the first man to get hit by mustard gas. And, Is that uh, true? Yeah. Where and, did that happen? Uh, so it wasn't in World War One. It was actually uh, in, uh, in right here in Toronto. What? Mm. Yeah. That's not true. How 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 so? They tested this. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Toronto's where they first tested out mustard gas. Oh, wow. Well, I'm. Congr- that's very neat. Yeah. And he was. Uh, he volunteered to uh, to be part of the experiment. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know what? I will say, Mike. I am sort of stunned. You are alive. Well, not thank just because you. of the poison, but you always have some sort of weird body problem. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's and true. And it's like I don't know how. You, you know, keep going, to be honest. So I'll give you that. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you that. You must have some wild genetic thing going on where you can uh, withstand all the horrors that life has given you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's my gift, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And your curse. Yep. So do you ever, um, what's your biggest client, Heidi, like when, when you're out there? Exterminating. Do you have any other buildings you do in, tr- in besides the, s- the Bat Cave at the Rom? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean the CN Tower. I uh, wow, wow, they have a bug problem. Huh? Oh, definitely. I mean, they can get that high up in the in the sky. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you heard the story about the raccoon that scaled the skyscraper, but we actually had one of those uh, right here in Toronto. There was a raccoon that scaled no the CN Tower, and he made it to the top. Oh my god! And then I shot him. Wow, what a, you know, it's like he's gone all that way up and achieved mm. something that no one in his species has ever done before and then that's the thanks he gets. I I it's really uh I mean, it's I just awful. do what I'm hired to do. It's right. a job. How and did you get out there to shoot him? Or did you lean out a window or something? Oh, no. I was on the ground, but... Uh, Whoa, I, nice shot. I'm, I'm a bit of a snipestress, you know? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I took a few bad shots, and then uh, oh, no. some bullets ricocheted off of... Uh, 
you know, the the tip, the top, uh, and then uh, finally, right. finally got the little fucker. Now, I have to say, when um, when you're at the CN Tower, they they have a sort of a fence so that you can't drop things off the tower. Like they said, if you drop oh. a penny off the CN Tower, it'll be like a you know, it'll put a hole through a somebody. So yeah. I'm just wondering if you shot off a raccoon off the top of the CN Tower and he fell down to Earth, oh, isn't no. that dangerous? Probably. Uh, not mm. my problem, though. You know, I like it. Fair I just, enough. I just was hired to kill him. I everything else is all the city of Toronto's problem. That's their issue. Have you both seen the film called American Sniper? Is that the Clint Eastwood one? Brad, Bradley Cooper. Yes. Yep, and he what plays is this movie chat. Another well, movie I haven't seen. I'm trying to. Th- I'm pitching you on an idea. You want to get into showbiz? Here's my idea: Canadian Sniper. It's a movie about. A Toronto um, exterminator who has the opportunity to, to shoot at a raccoon up high in the sky. But if I was going to do a Canadian, like if you're going to do a Canadian spin on something, you can't. You have to make it more like he's a hockey player, mm-hmm. and you know the Timmies is closing in the shitty small town he's in, right? And you know he's he's you know fuck I don't know what's he sniping. The, the the rival American donut shop that's Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah, mm. he's sniping them, and so the precious Timmies can exist. And you know, it's in Newfoundland or something. Here's another idea for a Canadian movie. Now I'm just I'm building on your idea about Tim Hortons, a horror movie where some teens do a magic spell on Tim Hortons' grave, the actual <laughs> Tim Horton, the 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 dead hockey player, mm-hmm. and that night. He, you see a hand shoot through the through the earth over his grave, and it's a zombie Tim Horton, and he comes back to to kill all those who have done him wrong. Wow, oh, that's a good one. I would watch that. Right? That would get some grants. Absolutely, you... and there could be a, there could be a tie-in with the, all the Tim Hortons restaurants. <gasps> zombie Tim Hortons, and he just kills and kills. Oh, I've got an idea. His eyes are Timbits. I love it. And then and then someone's like fighting him, and they poke his Timbit eye, and jam comes jam. down his face. Oh God! Sweet, delicious jam. And he pees coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. That won't be that won't be uh, part of the movie. You know what I feel like is another common ca- Canadian dumb movie or show. An American comes to Canada, mm. and oh, I don't get this. You know, well, Americans. Um, they, it takes a while to wrap their heads around how exotic Canadian culture is, James. Do you think? Like, that's Absolutely. An issue, huh? It's nothing at, at all like it is like to live in, in America. Oh, mm. absolutely. It's so, so exotic. Beaver tails. Yeah. yeah Stores. Like, I wonder what our American listeners think of, like, our lives and... How wacky they are up here. They probably can't believe their ears. Yeah, yeah. Even our accents are so unique. Yeah, I love I love the Canadian accent. You know how some people are like um, turned on by like a French accent or like, you know, TV shows where there's like the foreign exchange student and it's sexy because they have like a German accent? I, I never believed that. I always thought the sexiest sound in the world was a, a Canadian accent. Eh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Ford, our premier, has a hell of an accent. Mm. He like he sounds like a 
he I don't know, he sounds like an Orangeville rub and tug like personified. I don't know. Like the guy just you know he talks like that. Remember remember when Rob Ford was having a drug problem problem and he's like Oh, if you're going to have a couple of wobbly pops, just stay in the basement. You know? You can tell that... Sploosh, I'm so turned on right now by that Oh, jeez, sorry. Clean up in aisle pod. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, You can tell that that Ford accent, that those guys come from some money, the way they speak. Yeah. Right? It's kind of our um, mid... uh, What do they call it? Mid-Atlantic accent. Yeah. Yeah, our version of that, you know, East Coast elite accent. Heidi, just before we we take a break here, I've been dying to ask you this question all day. If you could exterminate any creature, real or fake, so they can be mythological, it could be a unicorn, it could be a pegasus, or it could be a a raccoon, what would you want to exterminate the most? Ooh. um, Nessie, even. Imagine that. Imagine someone exterminating uh, Nessie. Oh, it, that's a, such a good question. Probably, um, mm, oh gosh, like a woolly mammoth. A woolly mammoth. Mm. Mm. Wow. Like sort of a, like a snuffleupagus type character. Yeah. Oh lord. Oh man, that would be really fun to kill. Those long eyelashes just like closing as their eyes take the last their last look at the world. Oh, just snapping shut. Is it fair to say that you are a person who loves death and hates life? That's that's fair. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I have to say you're very pleasant. So I like what? my own life. Sure. I just hate the fact that others live. No, I, I hear you on that. It's mm-hmm. still surprising though, because you seem really nice and oh, thank friendly. You. You've been a great guest and you remind me of um She's in the news so often these days. Uh, Nurse Wetlaufer, the uh, Canadian uh, alleged serial killer who uh, slowly killed the elderly that she was supposed to be taking care of, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. Ugh, man, what a nice story. I love that story. I, yeah, I, could, I relate. I'm going to go ahead and suggest, even though you've been such a great guest, that the police should open a file on you. Because you seem like someone who might get weird in a few years. Am I wrong for saying that? No, you seem. She does seem like someone who might get weird in a few years, and I hope that doesn't. No offense. Oh, hurt your feelings. No, but in a few years, the way you're enjoying it, it's a bit disconcerting. I'm going to say, but I think you're great. I'll noodle that around a little bit, and then, uh, yeah, well. Well, I'm glad you know where Mike lives, but not where I live. I'll give you the address after well, the recording. I've, I've got uh, cameras around my property, so not to worry. And it's very easy to get in this building. And Mike has a hole in his wall, and you can just climb in from the hallway. Yeah, everyone knows I have a hole in the wall, so what? Hmm. Oh, all right, well, um, why don't we take a short break and come back with our last little segment. Welcome back to the podcast. We're here with Heidi Brander. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for um, doing it. And it's time for uh, our most popular segment. It always goes viral. It's uh, very big with our listeners, and that is the game. It's time for the game. 
the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. Okay, so our game this week is based on your job, Heidi. Ooh. Hope you don't um, mind. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't resist. We couldn't resist. Um, so we thought we'd play a fun edition of Bang, Mary Kill, which some people say F-U-C-K, Mary Kill, mm-hmm. um, with three people who were in past-related movies. <gasps> so we're going to do John Leguizamo, who was in the movie The Pest, mm-hmm. which was a big... A big flick that you still hear Huge. talk about today. Hugest movie of 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Goodman, who was in Arachnophobia. Mm, yes. And from The Fly, Jeff Goldblum. <gasps> How do I choose? So we're going to do Bang, Mary Kill with those three guys. Um, Mike, do you want to go first? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, wow. Uh, I feel like I've been uh, called to the front of the room by, by teacher here. Um <laughs> Oh, okay. Bang, Mary kill with those three. Um, so for the bang part, I'd probably say the pest, John Leguizamo. Why? Um, because well, he's he's the coolest one of the. To be perfectly honest, of of the three choices. Okay. Um, the uh, Mary is the next one. Mm. I would marry Jeff Goldblum as the fly. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. Is it him when he's goopy? Or is it him as a full fly, or is it before turning well, That's into? a good question. Oh. Heidi, I don't know. I mean, for my answer, I want to bang him gooey as a full fly. Well, oh. save your answer. Save your answer. Oh, no sorry. spoilers. Oh, no spoiler oh, oh, oh. alert. A little preview of I Heidi. it's up to you, Mike. It's however you... Okay, so I'd marry him dry uh, before he had transitioned at all. Uh, then kill... Well, I only have one more uh, choice, and it's John Goodman in Arachnophobia. Okay. I would, All right, I would kill him. Um, perhaps. Uh, well, Heidi, why don't you go next since you uh, gave us a little sneak preview? Sneak peek. So I would uh, bang Jeff Goldblum as full full fly, covered in goo, Co- covered in goo, wet as the day is long, and then I would kill him after that because oh. that's sort of my my line of work. Wow. Yeah, I have that's a I have a weird smart. sexual death mixture thing going on with uh, insects. It's a it's a you know, uh, but you can read more about that in my in my book. Um, and uh, then I would marry uh, John Goodman in Arachnophobia because Dan Connor for life. I love love oh, Dan Connor. Oh, yeah. let's not talk about you know who Roseanne. Mm, oh right. no. Can you believe what's going on with her? Okay, um, I guess it's my turn to do the... Oh, wait. You, you didn't shoot, kill. Oh, oh, you killed and banged. Yes. Sorry, sorry, my fault. Mm, my fault. Like a uh, praying mantis. And me and the pest can just uh, be friends. Me and John Leguizamo. Just all right, weird. all right. Um, you guys are just platonic friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I would bang um, Goldblum and... I think his, I'm going to say I'd bang him not as a fly, but it's kind of fun knowing that maybe he could transform. Because think about it, in a long relationship, sometimes the sex, uh, you know, you you get a bit bored with each other. But if you knew that the guy could just transform into a gross old fly, it might keep the fire, the flames burning, you know? Right, I sort Mm. of 
so get he, where you're coming from. He's my bang. Plus, he's kind of got that, you know, sexy vibe. He does. Um, Mary, I'm going to say uh, the big guy. I'm going to say uh, Goodman. John Goodman. Mm. Because I just feel like he's almost like a great dad figure. And at the end of the day, don't you want to just marry your dad? Amen. And uh, kill Mike's best friend, apparently, Leguizamo. If you if you touch he's, one hair on his head, I will. you'll have to deal with me, James. He's not that funny. I don't think he's that great. And he's not that cool. Sorry. Um, well, that's it. Uh, Heidi, thank you so much for being on. Is there, thank uh, you. you know, um, best of luck in all your endeavors thank and your you. bug killing and. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, you, are you going to hire me to fumigate this building or not? I'm going to be honest. You said some kind of alarming things that make me feel like I should be polite to you now, but then sort of ghost you going forward. Okay, well, Heidi, thank you again so much. Thank, thank you so you much so for having much. me. And uh, we'll talk to you all again soon. Great.